Do you think you're ever going to get back in the game? Absolutely not. Come on. All right. But you will. No, yeah, on my own, like, watching, like, Yeah, pull up, dude. Movie in my apartment by myself, like, on lockdown. Watching an A24 movie. So are you saying in uh, early in the, you know, pandemic lockdown, you were giving weed another shot? Haven't yet. Going to. Next pandemic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was going to say it's a little late <laughs> on this <laughs> one. <laughs> Give it six years. <laughs> when, a fungal, when a fungal virus, like, arises. Oh, dude, microdosing, dude. Microdosing on shrimp. That's a good last fun- reference. The honestly. only fungal uh, epidemic going on right now is microdosing. We're not ready for that shit. We're not ready for that. Nice. So, so we're welcome to the Jack O'Reilly Smokes Weed Podcast. Uh, <laughs> Episode, what are we on? What are we on? 13. Yeah, 13. Somewhere up there, yeah. Nice. Shouts out to all our listeners. We miss you. Uh, we got a special surprise at the end of the episode from um, a New distant. York. Yeah, from New York. Right. I was going to say just like a distant uh, relative. but and Where are we casting from right now? Uh, not, you know, it's not the physical, not the building, but the the township. The township. Uh, you want to give it to him, Riley? Yeah, I'll give it to him. Athens, Georgia. <laughs> nice. Classic city, baby. Let's go. Hometown of Wayuka. We're having to, Jacko and I are sharing a microphone too, so there's gonna be a little bit of crossfading going on in and out. I'm crossfaded. <laughs> So you are smoking weed. I'm just kidding. But this no. is a this is a Waikiki after dark for Shire. It's a green light special out here, baby. Yeah, dude. The green light special. What is that? That means it's late. I think I don't really know what that is. Green lighting every idea. Yeah, we're we talking have. about green the other night when we were at the Earl, and I completely missed it. But I think maybe it was just like you're new to your job, and they call you green, like you need some training. Uh, Riley talks so quiet, man. It's so hard to, it's so hard to get these levels. If I may, well, you know, I have been accused of having sort of a, a broadcaster's voice, and uh, it's something I can't help. I was born with it. But if I, if your pitch while you say that, <laughs> yeah, you, you literally did like Radio Man. You're like I'm a broadcaster. Uh, well, you know, you know what? Let's they let's call take... me Chip Daly. Is that the guy? Skip, Skip, Skipperoonie, Dingaroonie, Chip Carey. Yeah, I was thinking of Chip Carey. Uh, he's got a cool voice. Um, Cardinals, so you can hit on him all you want. Oh, fuck Thanks that guy. Are you kidding me? No. I thought he died. No, they were interviewing like for a new parade. His grandfather died. More like more like Rip Carey. You know what I'm saying? Like because he went to the Cubs. All right. So what are we on? What are we on tonight, boys? We're uh, late night. Uh, after dark, Wayuka boys. Athens, Georgia. Uh, soon to be. So welcome to the. You know. Hold up. Here we go. Welcome to the Why Wild Eco Road So the Waiuka boys were back. Um, <laughs> we know you, like, I, I mean, I missed us. I mean, I think other, I know, like, some of our friends who listen to the podcast missed some, us. 
Yeah. So maybe. it's good it's to be back. It's, good to, it's like good to it. feel like we're making moves since we went on our live hiatus, <clears throat> which a lot of people have been asking me about. Was it the last Wayuka show? Um, yeah, it was the last uh, that Wayuka. Yeah, you know, there's a go. there's a different, but people don't listen to this show to to know about what's you're going right, on with our right, band. You're right. They they listen to this show to know about what's going on. Some people do. Who? What? What did you say? Some some people do, but who? Oh shit! You're gonna put me on the spot like that. That's what I thought. So I I think a lot. Of, I think in 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 a lot of ways, we exist to kind of fill that void between. You know, there's a lot of bands that people want to know what's going on with them but uh national media places like vice uh spin magazine rolling stone they're not really picking nerd up the slack journalism nerd Dude, music journalism we might as well we might as well tastefully and maybe omitting certain names and details explain the vice magazine issue that we got involved in because that's a pretty good story oh yeah we've never touched on that that was that was great dude <laughs> no we can drop names i mean i'm, I'm no we shouldn't about it. we shouldn't drop names we're gonna end up in some weird bullshit like you know you know that i think it was episode two uh jangle all the way or no way episode three i believe where we were talking about a guy that used to live across the street from me and Robert. Oh, where you read his poetry? I got into an altercation oh, yeah. with Mr. Altercation. <laughs> yes. beefing. Yeah, heavily. I read. I read his poems um, that he showed me at I like Flatiron. I actually have his one of one of those pulled up right nice. now. This looks to be a haiku uh, called "Love So Dove." Sound, uh, sound, <laughs> oh, nice. All right, here we go. Love So Dove, indescribable. Its beauty is too profound. Take the trek, find love. So those are inspiring words coming from him, I guess, right before he moved in. So that's how things started. Yeah, he's like... Well, he slid into my girlfriend's DMs a few he days ago, and like, like, and he knows what's up. Like, he knows that he knows what he's doing there. And I don't think he's heard the cast and is doing it out of revenge, but it did kind of open up a whole, like, if you start fucking with people that are of a certain crazy mentality, whether or not it's on, like, not that the podcast is consequential enough, but if you are harassing them or, or fucking with them on the internet, they will maybe wind up in a situation where they're continually messaging you and you it becomes a whole thing where it's like, all right, this is beyond what was funny. So... That's why I think we should maybe omit certain details about the Vice thing and not just put everyone on full blast. Okay. Yeah. So so let's 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 jump into it, and I'll I'll lead because you really kind of like know that you know the back end a lot better than I do. So it's um, this guy from Athens, and I think it was our first show, like like. Like after the pandemic ended, after we moved back, and from after Louisiana. Will and I moved back from Louisiana, Jeez. and we played like you know people were just so excited to like go see music again, and it was like an awesome outdoor stage. It was like it's like that outdoor stage is like the fucking Sydney Opera, like it is a beautiful. Athens. 
Yeah, it's a beautiful setup. And yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's like the best stage in Athens. I'm gonna fast forward you a little bit, if I may, though. No, but we, well, whatever, man. Let me fucking finish. Like we, you're doing, we you're played the, the show. Groundwork. We we rocked ass, and then um, don't give him, don't don't let him. He was trying to lick the, the microphone. <laughs> He's putting it in my face. And then we went to Flicker Bar after, and Will and I uh, happened to come in touch with this guy uh let's call him you were there too jacko <laughs> not shrim or crim let's call him uh drim drim okay all right so we'll call drim that's a little secret you gotta beep it so i mean drim i'll beep it all right so drim can we uh, do glim he he like is really interested in me and Will's story, uh like going to Louisiana and doing all this shit, tells us he's writing for Vice. By the way, love how much mileage we've got out of the Louisiana thing. Like so many people have have lived their entire lives there and we're like, We were there for eight months. Their lives suck. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. Dude We we eight helped months. them so much. <laughs> dude, eight months in rural Louisiana. Like yeah, that, we, <laughs> we all feel like we left, like missed out on a lifetime, like not being there. <laughs> well, I mean, y'all had nothing going on. We were fucking crushing it, and absolutely SWL. We had jobs hey. at least, but it okay. If, if I can, if I can maybe jump in real quick, pass the baton real I'll for pass. a second, if I may. Um, so essentially, we were interviewed. Uh, this is around the time our, our record, Burning Platform, was coming out. We were interviewed um, a good handful of times, maybe three times, about Trice. the whole background of like the record and the Louisiana thing. And essentially, we we were led to believe, like, dude, if you go shoot a documentary about all this stuff, it, like, it might get put out by Vice. We'd never made a documentary before. We'd make, made a bunch of music videos, but we were like, all right. We'll go down to Louisiana. We'll go back. We'll like go hang out with these people that a lot of people were friends with, but also a lot of people that like have complicated relationships with the company we worked for because they didn't do a good job fixing their house and um, try to like turn this into something. And you know, it was like a one year later type beat thing, which it was like, called one year later. It was you could do it two year later on Lake Charles, and it would still be. Right. A dump. The point like, the point being that like they did not get any help down there. FEMA didn't help them out. No one a year a year after all this shit happens, people still don't have roofs or internet or whatever. Um I was I was driving back to Athens from Comer after doing some tattooing and got a interesting call from Wuxtry, the I would say biggest record store in Athens. Um, I mean the most historic Record store for Shire. Yeah, Riley's leaving <laughs> the room. This is how fucking boring this story is. Should we just bail on this whole story? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll piece it. I'll piece it together. Went into Wuxtry, tried to sell our CDs and tapes of the new record. While we were there, a guy that works at Wuxtry, whose name is Zlim. He was like, yeah, we'll sell your CDs and shit like we've been doing for years, but uh, y'all stole my drum machine. And I was like, haha, what do you mean? Like, did did we play a show together and we accidentally grabbed it or something? So something I hadn't heard of. He was like, no, y'all, y'all 
stole my drum machine. Like, it's mine, and you took it. And I was like, okay, don't know what you're talking about. We sort of figured out that, um, what's his name? Drim? Drim. That Drim from Vice had um, borrowed it from Zlim. And (laughs) Zlim from the record store. uh, And that was kind of the last that anybody had seen of the object. So, you know, I get a call later that day after driving in from Comer, tattoo thing. And basically we find out he's like, yeah, uh, looks like, um, Drim sold like pawned my drum machine, like my vintage, like hardware drum machine thing, possibly for money to buy meth. Uh, Christy, I think is the word that was being thrown around. And what an old head ass term, right? Crystal, Christy, Christy, <laughs> Christy? yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, yeah so pretty much Christy it turned out this know. guy was a fucking like, like amphetamine addict, and like we got just, accused, like, he, well, like everyone, everyone, he pawned this dude's shit and and blamed it on us. It was like, yeah, he it was it on us. But then Slim during during. Right after our set at Athfest, like months later, he like wait at Athfest he was arrested for having broken into Drim's mom's house. You mean Zrim's or or, or, or Zrim 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 broke into Drim's mom's trying house, to find his fucking drum trying machine. Trying to find his drum machine. Knew Holy it, shit! It was gone, and you know. That story I think goes a few ways, but it's it's messy. And I don't know I don't know why these Gen X fucking old head music scene dudes are always getting in messy ass like goofy hip yeah. situations. No, you're good. You I thought you were gonna knock over my beer. And um Yeah, I don't know. Why do you think these uh Gen X dudes are so dramatic? I don't know, man. And I don't know how like cause Athens is the kind of community that's like it's supposed to be chill. It's like to be low Yeah, key and here. also like if you fuck around, you're gonna get caught up with real quick. Because it's small, small yeah. town. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like so surprising that these people get by for so long. But to be fair, this man Drim, the journalist that like convinced Will and I to go like make a documentary. <laughs> which which I'm glad we made. It's you know, bad like, like, it, like it, I mean it's 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 bad. It's good. It's I'm like it's bad, it's good. It's like it's good for being shot on an iPhone and like the effort that we put into like the real interviews, but it doesn't hold as much continuity as I would like it like uh, the story to. Yeah, if we if you wanted to make it like the ultimate fucking algorithm documentary that's super entertaining you would unfortunately have to make the people that you're trying to actually expose all the shit that they've been through and how like how much they've come together as a community and all that stuff the actual inspiring shit you would have to just get rid of all that and be like haha look at all these dumb rednecks which is like they're not all dumb rednecks and not all the rednecks are dumb but no, sometimes they're wicked smart. Yeah, but it's um I think that's like sort of the like rural or or like class porn maybe that the fucking 
I don't know. Glass like, porn? Yeah, the, the, the idea that, quote-unquote, coastal elites are going to be looking at middle America and being like, look at these dumbasses. Like, that's what people want to see. They want to feel better than people. That's why channels like TLC exist, where you've got My 600-Pound Life, Hoarders Buried Alive, one of my favorite shows ever, and um, stuff like that. It's not just about... Like shining a lot. Favorite shows ever? <laughs> yeah, what are your favorite shows ever? Ever. My favorite shows ever, probably the Holy Trinity, um, Springer, Mari, and Phil. But I, I think. You're not going to throw Fofi in there? What's that? Forensic Files. I like Forensic Files. So I wouldn't say it makes the the upper echelon but i mean dude as, as a touring musician like you end up in a lot of hotel rooms and you can always find fofi yeah it's on hln I, I applied to be an editor for hln a couple times when i first moved to atlanta and uh they didn't like the music video shit that i sent to them so. oh well, that's a shame i mean what they're really good at though is like casting like they always find, and, and it's fun. It makes sense because, like the action shots and everything that they're shooting requires zero acting experience. They're <laughs> yeah. so good at casting people who look exactly like the people. But the reenactment is just like, and then he was murdered by his grandpa, and then it's like it cuts to a like a really blurry picture of someone being like, whoa. I'm getting murdered by my grandpa. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a picture of their feet. All right. So when when was our last cast? <laughs> last hold cast. On, hold on, hold on. Let's let's do a fresh take. Have we had a lot? Hold so, up. Shh. All right. What? All right, boys. So when was <laughs> <laughs> nice. so staged? So staged. You know when was our last cast? <laughs> it had to have been in 2022, right? Was it this year? Or was it last year? Has it been that many months? It would have been last year. Well, a lot of shows have happened since then. Uh, Vessel played like nine times. Nihilus Cheerleader. Nihilus Cheerleader opened for like a Japanese band. Hefner played uh, 529, Cowboy Curtis. Yeah, but what, what are we at? So, I mean, like, you are actually in Cowboy Curtis. It's not really confirmed if I'm in e any of these bands, but I've. I, it's kind of scratching a little bit of the itch of getting That's on stage. That's kind of where you want to be, though. Like you, I love both bands. Yeah, like you want to, you want to, like I love, I love when you have the opportunity to help out a band, but you don't have to like commit full time to it, and like that seems like where you are with some pretty good bands right now. You've been like published, you know, photo wise, and and some of them. Sorry, so like, I feel like that's as official as it gets. I guess. Um, I would. I just uh, I look for. Well, I am playing with both bands. Chick Wallace and Cowboy Curtis are both playing at my house on April first. Please come through. It's a fundraiser for um, my roommate Jada's good friend Natalie, who we're we're trying to raise some money for cancer treatment. And uh, Mad Ace is also playing a, sh a set. 
our buddy Andrew Cleveland in a band called Shelter, which is not the band Shelter, the 90s um, hardcore band from California. Dude, I love watching my bandmates play in other bands. Dude, it's so, awesome. It's dude, like it, literally it's the, the best, best feeling ever. You get to appreciate it and like not like have to worry about anything else. Like yeah, like if you if if they fuck it up, it's just like die. Ah, well, you know. That might be my favorite thing, honestly. Just like any person I play with, to like watch them play as a bystander. Well, I've been thinking about it. I've, this is something I've been saying since way you could first started. Is like. Um, y'all know Norma Jean? They're a, they're a metalcore band from Atlanta. No, only you know fucking metalcore bands. No one even knows what the subgenre is. Metalcore, that's the music that's like jujit, 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 but it's that not. Sounds it's, like junt. It's not new metal. It's not. It's not gent. It's a uh, gent. Metal metalcore is like uh, hardcore punk combined with metal. That's why it's called metalcore. Yeah, yeah, because no one ever says anything core. <laughs> core says everything about anything. I agree. I feel like it's Damn. Weird. It's a lot. It's been appropriated. So the wise words of O'Reilly. Like this has been wise, wise words with O'Reilly. Wise, wise. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this has been wise words with O'Reilly. Wise words with O'Reilly. He, land, he stuck the landing. Um, so Norma Jean, uh, great Atlanta metalcore band that definitely like made it well out of Atlanta in terms of how big they were and famously no original members are still in the band but it's a big band there's like seven or eight people in it at any given time so conceivably they have a horn section do they? Yeah, I agree. Riley, why you pass the mic to O'Reilly for that? I uh, wanted to get Jacko's take on that. No horn section. They're, it's guitar players and bass players and shit. It's normal metalcore instrumentation. No, no horn section. It's not a Scott band. But the idea of having like a giant band that's been going on for so long... With no one that's that like started the band still being in it, like you can have a job, you can be working at Enterprise Rent a Car, and then just like go see your band. I, I asked for the mic here. I've always wanted to like play Ideally. sick for a while. You can so, uh, and just like run it watch. Back. Ideally, if you were <laughs> if you were tapped out for oh, like yeah. a, like you were on the if IL. you Ferris Bueller style called in sick to a Waiuka show I guess I guess I'm on that's my life who is who I is who is your fill in your your ideal we have a lot of friends who could probably do it now that you're not available you've been one in in the past I have before you were, were in Waiuka yeah yeah I've done it before but not intentionally and I'm not going to going forward for the record. All right, I'll, I'll go ahead and do this one. If I was getting replaced on guitar, at least, uh, I would want Robbie Rapp to be my my sub in because he's the best Man. guitar player ever. I've never heard him sing like in a on stage in a microphone. 
but oh, I I I I cover that, man. I got you. I know all the words. Yeah, Jack Switch. Oh yeah. Okay. I could never die. And even with nope, that's not the lyrics. That's right. not what you're like. Let's try one more. All right, here's a new game. Is um, you got in? Do you know any of the lyrics? Let's do. Let's do, do you know any of the lyrics to your band songs? Is the name I of the game. Lyrics. No, I. I but All right. but no, it's Joel, not Jack for you. O's, Jack O's getting in the mix now. All right, let's let's put you on Gauntlet. Okay, what part? Any part. <laughs> All right, you gotta give me a part. You want me to start from the top? Sure, yeah. Go ahead. I'm just give me a second. I'm assuming. You, you can keep talking. I need a second to remember the song. Right, okay. You don't know the lyrics. So good. You know the playing the song in my head right right now. The intro lasts. The, the, yeah, the intro is like 20 seconds long. All right. And now the intro is up. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, this sounds douchey. Um, okay, you. I, you, I forget lyrics all the time. So okay, so you, you could have just sang the chorus, man. It's insufficient funds in offshore accounts. See, what do you got? I know this, but I forgot it because I can't think of it. Pour the accelerant, spark it, and bounce. Okay. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, you can't pronounce life so cheap costs a buck. Okay, I think that's Beautiful. probably good enough for the listeners. We skimmed through a lot of shows. Let's uh. Go into it, some shows like how we normally fill time. Yeah, what do we do on this podcast? We talk about shows, man. That's what we do. So we were at Underground. We saw Lady Bush. It was it was crazy. Yeah, they were they had a pole that they were dancing on. I was told, you know, wear safety goggles if you're scared of getting fluids in your eyes. And I was, you know, I didn't bring safety goggles because they didn't tell me that until I got there. But also, I didn't get any fluids in my eyes. What I did get in my eyes was inspiration. That's beautiful. <laughs> I like what you did there. They were, um, they were dancing, um, they were dancing around on poles and it was cool and they, they played some really sick hard rock it was sleazy it was easy it was breezy but it wasn't it wasn't the kind of thing that you can just half-ass they they really they really laid it down in a in a very like fucking boots on the ground way it was it was good and then went to a little after party afterwards it was fun nice well we also saw um why Bonnie last night? From Brooklyn, New York. At 529, yeah. Absolutely. Formerly an Austin band that, that made the move. Yeah, yeah. Literally, like, every single member. It's, it's, it's very encouraging to see a band, like... You falling asleep right now a little bit. No, I'm not. I hit the I'm not. I'm not. The band like organized their own move, and like everybody fucking pulled their weight, and now they're here. And as in, they were in Atlanta last night, and they are coming to a city near you. If you're between Atlanta and South by Southwest, and, aka Austin, and maybe Texas, even New York. 
I think they or if you just live in New York, yeah, nice. Yeah, that was sick. They were uh, very friendly. It was it was such a good time. Shouts out to Sam Hodak. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to the whole rest of the squad. They're they had some really some really tasty riffs. And also, if I may, real quick, you may. Why, why Bonnie? <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? Why? That's what. That's what I said. I'll tell you a show that um, I can't remember if it was between the last cast or not, but it was pretty funny. <clears throat> Sorry, my, my vocal cords got a little fried from the jewel. Mm. Um, saw so a coworker of mine gave me some Flaming Lips tickets over at the Roxy. What, Flaming Lips, that's a nerd band? Yeah. What do you think, Jacko? I like them. And um, so, <laughs> basically, they were on stage. They played a good set. It was, you know, it was it was, it was a pretty weird show altogether, but the, uh, like, the main thing that was going on that really stuck with me was the banter between the songs was... The, some of the worst banter I've ever seen in my life, but in a way that was kind of endearing. It was like a, it was like a, we gotta like send good vibes out. Everybody hold hand, join hands together with the person next to you. Say hello, tell them what your name is, and ask them their name, because there are a lot of people out there in the world that are suffering, and we gotta send them a vibe. One, two, three. Here's a vibe. It was very. That's horrible. It was. It was so cringe, <laughs> but it was also like. Dude, Wayne Coyne has fucking lost his goddamn mind. He's got. I mean, dude, this is kind of an ugly thing to talk about, but I mean, he's done well for himself. They're a very successful band, and I'm sure he has done actual, concrete things to help the world, far beyond what we've been able to do. But that. Just the gesture and witnessing it and and participating a little bit because I'm not just gonna be the only person that's not sending a vibe. Um, it seemed pretty. F- <laughs> seemed pretty f- you fully subscribed. I look. I put a vibe out. I don't know where it went. At all times. You said Mario? like a. You did like the whole like flaming lips version of like peace be with you and also with you. Flaming lips. Yeah. And then there was also the the turnstile show, of course. But we've already talked turnstile on on the show enough. They got snubbed on a Grammy recently, which was kind of a shame. Did did anyone think a hardcore punk band was gonna win a Grammy? That's mm-hmm. never happened before. A hardcore punk band. I mean, they're like a yeah, but but they're marketed as a hardcore punk band. <laughs> hey boys, what else is tight? But you got <laughs> for the for the non viewers. I'm just pointing the mic at them after I say. Yo, hey, tight? let me get a hell yeah! Like one of those things. Fuck is this? So, for the listeners who are not viewing, uh, the Riley threw me a uh, like venue stamp that I guess he got. What? What'd you get? Where'd you get this? Stocking stuffer. Stocking stuffer. So this is a this is like a the thing you like rip at five two nine where it says five two nine. Well, that's the thing you hide but your bills it, with. It if says, you're paranoid. It says guard your ID. No, it's like the shit you put on your mail to throw it away 
when you think people are like Thank going God. through your trash. I'm so glad Will's fucking gone. Dude, dude. I brought that We're shit. Having so much fun I brought now. that shit to like put on my face for fun and like make fake face tasks. We gotta get Will to take more pisses, man, because this <laughs> podcast gets so much can you, better can when you it's just me. Because I want to see if it yeah, comes dude, with three. I was trying to test it out. Here we go. Um, oh, it's 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 um. It, I, it's I stamped up it. Like I stamped it on side. my hand, and it's just like it's like the like black flag tattoo or whatever. Yeah, this is this yeah, is. I couldn't I, I couldn't roll it to do anything this else. Is for people who are paranoid, like, like you can just like you can just like smear my, it my across the track. I guess it's like a financial thing. Like they expect me to like cover up my damn scan of energy bills. Is like, that what like, that is? Yeah. <laughs> it's Dude, this is the best hell. part of the podcast we've had. It's stupid as hell. Like <laughs> they make things so you can guard your ID. Like, like, like someone's gonna like stamp over their freaking name on their bills before they like put it in their personal I mean, trash. Dude, it's literally throw it it's, it, the box. Literally says guard your ID. It's literally like that commercial where like people are locking up their trash cans and like fucking cleaning them. Well, that's great. But what I, else can we talk about? I thought we could all hit this on our face and make. I wanted to get silly with this. Um, yeah, let's forgive me. We've been recording for probably an hour and twenty minutes now. Man, I have it on BPM. So I know it's you like have it on one hundred and twenty BPMs, so and I just we're, we're two on a hundred, uh, a thousand, four hundred and something BPM is what it says. I right was like, now. how do you ever tell like how long we've been fucking? So many BPM. I was just looking at it like a dumbass. I'm like, these guys know how to do the math. So many BPM. I've never tried. Nice. Oh, well, he's back, folks. Hey, what are you guys talking? What is that? Is that some? Is that some kind of vape thing? No, no. We we're talking about the. Yeah. Doesn't matter. We're gonna have to cut this out. I'm assuming y'all already explained this to the crowd. So. I wanted to use it for like, just like put it on my face, but it's too late. Next time. What do you mean, guard your ID? Like you. Put- All right. What's cool, man? Like what's cool? Oh, you're cool? stamping yourself. Yeah. Well, dude, one more writer story, and then we should probably close it out. Is um, y'all remember? Wait, were you in? Dude, you weren't even in Wayuka. We played a show at Georgia Tech where we got into a writer conflict with the headliner. Oh, because like you like overdrew their Someone budget. Someone was like eating like. Someone's broccoli or some shit. We were oh. dr- we were drinking the Sweetwater 420s and some of the wild turkey that was on this band <laughs> rider, because like classic uke fellas. Well, when you show up at like a fraternity show, like it was, I think Fiji uh, was like putting on this. They're like. Big is Fiji a frat? Is that a real frat? At tech, yeah, it's like Phi Gamma some shit, and uh, <laughs> we were playing with family and friends, and. Oh, you guys were sucking down family and friends. No, family, family and friends was cool. They were on the same show. There was like a. It was like a of monsters and and men. Like what is it? Yeah, that band you're thinking of. Yeah. Of moon monsters and it was one of those like. Oh no. <laughs> no, it's of monsters and men. <laughs> One of the like Love monsters and men. One of the many bands that was kind of a, birthed out of that song by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. It's like Christ. Alabama apple pie, baby girl, <laughs> you're in my eye. Like 
there was a whole genre birthed out of that that was kind of like they've been clowned on for like all those bands have sh- shit going on in their songs where people are like hey hey yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. A so lot of, a lot of that so a lot there was of that. Hey. there was there was a band called Kopecky Family Band I believe who they were headlining the show and when we show up again it's just like like college bros in a fraternity that like don't really know like they're not talent buyers they're just like hey like we have all the stuff you asked for like, <laughs> they're, like, um, they're like hey we happen to be the first band you hey. and so you know you don't want to see them like it's all together yeah so we show up for load in and they're like hey here's the green room <laughs> hey it's like a it's like an office type room in their fraternity house it but it's just it's just filled with like food and beer and liquor and stuff and they're like yeah you know help yourselves to whatever we're gonna sound check you in a few and then you know you'll play a little bit later we're like cool um as we're in there just like cracking a couple beers um this band comes in and they're just like dude uh maybe one day when you guys get as big as us you'll know what a writer is and you'll know that you don't just fucking drink alcohol and other that was on other people's riders. And um, you'll be, you know, then you'll know what it feels like for a little band like you guys to come in and just drink our wild turkey and Sweetwater 420s. Also, they borrowed our drum kit to play and they were asking us, like, you guys know where we can find weed in Atlanta? <laughs> and it's just like, oh, so you do need our help. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, he was freaking just gr- grinning. I felt bad. He was like sober, but he like had a huge wild turkey obsession, obviously, and was just staring at it. I'm like, why is this on y'all's rider? If you have like a sober guy in your band, like, why the hell do y'all like, why are you bitching about this? Like, are you like, is that what you were talking about? Did he, yeah, didn't he say something about like, dude, that wild turkey is just staring me down? <laughs> Yes, Jesus. and he was staring it down, and I felt so bad for him, dude. That, I mean, that's essentially it. I just thought it was funny that they were waving that over our heads like we'd never heard of a writer before. Um, but I think those people are all dead now. They all relapsed. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, yeah. All right, y'all, I think we should go to sleep. No, we no, all, no. We we're doing well. We're not, hey guys, we're still hey, uh, yeah, hey, um, hey, everybody, thanks for joining us here at Way You Can Rogan Experience. Uh, we had a great time here in Athens, Georgia, and it's great to see you. And we can't wait to see you all again soon. Here's a here's a bonus clip from our Patreon from New York, coming live from Patreon somewhere in New York. All right, love y'all. Greenpoint, Brooklyn, and we're playing some pool. Yeah. What's going on with you guys? How you been? They're probably okay. Larson here is about to break, and we're gonna just uh, see how it goes. 
playing solid going, but. Solids, okay. and uh, I just made one of your stripes in, so you're golden. Yo, my stripes or solids? So I made one stripe in. Make all the solids in. All right, word. So one of the words we're bringing back hitherto is lousy. That was a lousy shot I just took. Oh, Distraught Rob searches for his beer. So Larson seems to be pretty good at pool. Whenever he and I play, they're typically pretty good games. We seem like a pretty even match in terms of skill. So I can't wait to see how this game plays out. Yeah. Just stay tuned after the break to find out what happens with Robin Larson's pool game at a bar that's not for them in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. A bar that's not for us. I mean, we are not the primary population. Yeah, let's just uh, openly roast the average clientele because we're better than everyone. Um, no, we're just uh, the most hipstery people here for sure. Let the record reflect that when I stopped home to get my coat, I did pop for Kratoms. Oh, boy. So, uh, this guy's guying. It's actually extremely ironic because they're uh, now playing the song Sober by Tool, an all-time classic from 1994's Undertow. just uh, tell me how he f finished up a group project in his coding boot camp that he presented today with his partner where they built a streaming platform to to uh, link up to your Google Drive so you can have actual mp3s that you own and host them on Google Drive and then display them through this application because otherwise it's like if you listen on the Google Drive app you can only load one song at a time, and there's no formatting, and there's no album or artist. It's for listening to demos, basically. I listen to all my demos on that, on Google Drive. It doesn't really work so well. So, yeah. Well, I'm solid. I don't even think. I sing. Interference. Now. Okay. I would hate to hear this song right now. Oh my god, it makes me queasy. 
I heard this song for the first time when I was in sixth grade, and it made me nostalgic, and I was too young to have stuff to be nostalgic about. Okay. Um, what about this song do you think made you feel that way in particular? It's, I think ambient guitar sure. is the basis of nostalgia. And then he's got these Bruce Springsteen lyrics on this. God, I harmonize and still haven't found it. They, they those were the two my dad had on iTunes. Shit. That's a pretty classic dad move is to have like two to five songs by an artist and exclusively <laughs> listen to those handful of songs. I do remember seeing uh, in high school with some of my Kings of Rock brothers, it might get loud. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, Rob's already a father, based on that response. Um, <laughs> we saw it with our dads, and uh, it follows Jimmy Page, Jack White, and The Edge, or Edge? Is it is it just Edge? Is he a porn star? Apparently the guys in the band just call him Edge, but oh, everyone gosh. else calls him The Edge. All right. Well, uh, it was a movie where you watch one of the best parts of the movie, I remember, is at least Jimmy Page. They're all sitting on this platform together, these three kings of rock. And um, at one point, they need uh, Jimmy Page is clearly the leader because he's from the by far the most acclaimed and iconic band, Led Zeppelin. And... Uh, Jack White is supposed, he's clearly prompted by the producers to teach them how to play, what's their big song? Um, seven, it's a good, seven, Cashmere? Seven Nation Army. No, oh, oh. there is a scene in this movie where Jimmy Page Dude. pretends to have to learn Seven Nation Army off oh, of, yeah. off oh, of yeah. Jack White. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's mean, like, oh wait, yeah, show me that riff yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, like that is so stupid. <laughs> oh my God. That movie was really uncomfortable. I, we should watch that again. We should watch yeah. that. Let's have a watch party. Me All right. and you and Phil. <laughs> nice ball, Lars. Thanks. Larson just uh, hit in two of his balls in a row. And the table is definitely in his favor now. Larson has three balls left to my four. All right, I'm looking down a long, long stretch home. Everything fucking sucks. This is Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit. See, that's why I hang out with Rob. If for nothing else. Off of uh, 1999's Insignificant Other is, is the name of the album, I think. Husking your ass raw. Trip Lacey got some new tracks in the vault. Maybe we'll hear them. But I've heard them pretty good. Okay. That sounds extremely promising. So, yeah, we were out on New Year's Eve together. And we ended up at a very strange apartment. Uh, 
courtesy of Harbor Bridges. We walk into this place and um, there's a wall full of pictures of Condoleezza Rice. Sure. Dick Cheney. Okay. And then I think John Kerry. Likes to reach across the aisle, I guess, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 15 years ago, he loved to reach across the aisle. The story unravels several times over throughout the night. Down the spiral staircase comes a man. Okay. Drained it. Drained it. Rob made a long drain. And it hasn't even gone in the pocket, so we're going to pull it out for practice for later. <laughs> that guy that we were chilling with was, like, the caretaker of the apartment. And he was... That was his friend from the army. They were in Iraq together in, like, 04. Yeah, and he was personal security to Condoleezza Rice. And he gets, Allegedly. He brought me and Rob up to, into this freaking... Uh, this layer, this, like, dungeon his friend had built for, like, sex and video games. So I just scratched. Okay. Set up the... This guy told us the ass grab story. Did you even hear that story when he told it? This guy told us the ass grab story. The host of this party braggadociously started and then paused and then later finished, at least to me, a story of him groping Condoleezza Rice as he was her bodyguard. I mean, the first event that we went to that evening was at Kipps University Housing Complex with, with all of his PhD crew. And then we went to this uh, apartment with these two guys who were in the army. So it was almost as if we first went to the PhD party and then we went to the PTSD party. Exactly. Wow. All right. You really queued me up for that one, huh? And now the game is tied, so we're going to see what happens. And Larson sets me up perfectly to end this fucking game. Rob, unfazed by the pressure of this strange interaction with technology, sweeps the board and wait, wait, wait. That, folks, is it. So I lose because I scratched in the eight ball. And I won. Let's a fucking go.